Hello everyone, Mark here with a teaser of what's happening over on Patreon. Every month a new bonus episode is released on Patreon for members to show my appreciation of the support they are extending to the show. These bonus episodes have allowed me to head back through the series episodes where I take topics that were covered briefly and then explore them in a little more detail. These bonus episodes haven't taken anything away from my initial vision of the series, but have allowed me to supplement it with topics in isolation. This teaser is designed to give you an idea of the topics we cover and if these bonus episodes would be of interest to yourself. The teaser for the latest release will remain on the normal feed for a month and then replace with the teaser of the next bonus episode to come out. If you are interested in supporting the series, please consider heading over to the Casting Through Ancient Greece Patreon page, where you can get access to these bonus episodes plus other benefits. Hello everyone, a happy new year and a huge thank you for all the support through 2022. Welcome to our first bonus episode of the year, The Helots. So we're going to stick with Sparta for the time being, though Athens will enter into our discussion today also. We'll be sticking with institutions that would come to define these polis, with us looking today at the institution of slavery. We'll be focused mainly on Sparta's slave class, known as the Helots. We will look at how the system of slavery began and what it looked like, while also exploring how it seemed to differ to slave populations elsewhere in Greece. For this, we will look at the Athenian practice of keeping slaves. My whole motivation for doing this episode came from Caleb, a Patreon member, asking me a question around the Spartan practice of slavery. It was just a single sentence but sparked an idea and this episode had resulted from it. He sent me, I've been wondering a lot about the Helot revolts and how Greeks reacted to Spartans keeping other Greeks as slaves. So, like I have said, We'll draw out a picture of the Spartan system and the Athenian one to give ourselves some context. Then we will try and understand if there was any sort of conflict over the Spartan practice in the Greek world, as it did differ to most other systems, with one key difference being that the Spartans kept other Greeks as slaves. Most other city-states enslaved barbarians, or by definition, non-Greeks. So remember, if you have any questions relating to areas that you would like more information on, please send me through a message. Who knows, you could end up sparking the creation of a whole new bonus episode around it, like Caleb has. I really like to see these bonus episodes driven in a direction that you guys would like to see. Anyway, let's get to our look at the Helots. So before we get to look at the slave class in Spartan society, we need to understand that slavery in the ancient world was a common practice. To find a society that did not engage in slavery would have been an exception to the rule, and be seen as very strange from this period in time. Slavery was generally a major contributing factor for societies in maintaining their economic stability and ensuring the daily workings within their societies. Slavery could look quite different in the ancient world with factors such as geography, the time and period, and the culture it existed in, seeing how these slave populations would be organised. There would be dedicated slave trade that would satisfy the demand in certain regions, others would rely on captured populations during times of war, while there would also be those entering the slave class due to their economic situation unable to meet debts. Slaves could also be employed in a number of ways, seeing the conditions they would suffer under being quite wide-ranging. This could see them being used in household environments where they were owned by individuals or families, performing the daily household tasks. Others may find themselves owned by what we would call companies today, where their labour was used for a profit to those with a stake in the enterprise. While we would also find there would be slaves owned by the state itself, where they would benefit the society's economy and allow these citizens to engage in other more desirable activities. 
This last example would prove to be the model that we would find most used in Spartan society, though it would not just be the Spartan state that exploited their slaves in this way. Anyway, here I just wanted to point out that the idea of slavery was not a practice that only Sparta engaged in. Most of the ancient world would have a system of slavery central to their societies. Our focus is going to narrow more in on the Greek world and what would set the Spartan system apart from the other Greek city-states. We will find that there will be similarities while some of the differences would only be separated from other polis by some generations or centuries. So let's now look to the Spartan helots. As we have seen previously, the idea of a Bronze Age Sparta, or Lacedaemon, existed in the epic tales of Homer and other poets. However, the earliest known tangible evidence of the origins of what would become classical Sparta would seem to develop around 1000 BC, after the collapse of the Bronze Age. It would start as a small settlement in the Eurotas Valley that would soon merge with other settlements. Either through conquests, agreements, or a combination, we're unsure. This would see Sparta become the most powerful settlement within the valley region, then in turn seeing it begin spreading throughout the valley, incorporating other settlements into its area of control. It is during this phase of Spartan development where it seems likely that a formalised system of slavery might have developed. It appears this would not have been the helot system that we know about from later Spartan history, though the slaves that would come from this region of Lacedaemon would continue into later times, but appear may have also been a separate class of slaves, though still later referred to by writers as helots. Anyway, these slaves seem to be the result of what would be most common for tribal societies, being gained through raids and conflict. The captured peoples would be enslaved for various purposes, though to gain more slaves, more captives would need to be taken through further actions. We really have no picture of slavery in Sparta at this stage, but it seems in its early stage it would have looked similar to other tribal societies, given what we see in the Homeric poems and what is relayed by other writers talking about the Bronze Age times, even if this is in the realm of myth. However, it would be in the next phase of Spartan development where it would seem the helot system that we're aware of would come into being. This would be where Sparta looked to expand their influence beyond the Erotus Valley and into regions beyond. We have covered before the Mycenaean Wars that occurred in the 8th and 7th centuries BC. This is where Sparta looked to expand their influence beyond the valley region. The conflicts were drawn out, with it appearing that the main battles involved skirmishes and border raids. The first war was supposed to have lasted some 20 years, with the second around 10. The First Mycenaean War is where the region of Mycenae was first subjugated by Sparta. Well, I hope you enjoyed that taste of what's happening over on Patreon. If you would like to support the series, please consider heading over to Patreon, where you can gain access to the full version of this episode, plus many more. Alternatively, you can head to the Casting Through Ancient Greece website and click on the Support the Series button, where you can discover many ways to extend your support to the show. Thank you everyone for listening to the series, and I hope you continue to enjoy what is to come in the future.